0: Yeah, so got involved in the church I was on staff at. Um, was involved in their college ministry as a student before then. Uh, and so spent all four years in their college ministry, student leader, leading small groups, things like that. Uh, but God just grew me up in my faith in my college years. I was discipled by some great men, taught how to read my Bible, how to follow Jesus. Called me into ministry going into my, my last year. So I finished my degree and just got to see... God work a miracle at a small college in Stephenville. Yeah, I've known, I think I've known just based on my skill set and encouragement from others and opportunities that definitely wanted to step into a lead pastor role and that, uh, that there is a need for, for church plants. It's like, well, if that's, if that's what God's calling us to, there's a need, He's leading us to do that. It, we need to be faithful to step into that.
1: Welcome to Keystone Conversations, our podcast on the topics and issues important to the Keystone family. Our hope is to give you insight, wisdom, and resources as you press on to know and follow Jesus. Hello, hello. Uh, this is Brent. Uh, my name is Brent Minter. I'm the lead pastor at Keystone, and super excited uh, to come to you today because I get to introduce someone uh, to our family that over the next couple of years should be well known, but many of you do not know him yet. And so I get the distinct privilege of introducing our next cha- church planting candidate Matt Mabry. Welcome to Keystone. Welcome to the podcast. We're excited to get to know you.
0: Yeah, thanks, Brent. Pumped to be here.
1: Yeah, so a part of this podcast is it's the kind of the issues and things that are happening at Keystone that are important to our spiritual family. And so uh, at the, where we're at today, we can't do everything from the stage. We can't introduce every n- new person. Uh, church will get to know you soon. Eventually, you'll be teaching on Sunday morning sums, and so that will happen. But you and your family are here, mm-hmm. and we have an opportunity through the co- uh, through the podcast uh, to introduce you and let them get a little bit to know about you. So as they meet you in the lobby, as they see you do some ministry, our salt students have already seen you preach. Right. As they get to know you, they'll have a little bit of background, and uh, that's really important because we're pastors, man, and we want to know people. We want them to know about us, and so excited to spend some time with you. So how many days have you been in Iowa? Uh,
0: We have been in Iowa for, uh, I think, 18 days now.
1: 18 days. Yeah. Incredible, and already in the midst of it, your daughter's Uh had a mishap?
0: Yeah, we've already got a broken arm. (laughs) Welcome to Iowa. Six days in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, fun story is, is Matt calls me one Friday morning. He goes, hey, Brent, do, do I, can I get an insurance card? And it was literally the day his insurance went into action, and his daughter uh, fell and broke, their, broke her arm. Yeah. But how's the transition been so Man, far?
0: It's been good. It's been great. Uh, we, uh, probably the biggest difference. We love the weather. Yeah. The grass is green here.
1: And Keystone, <laughs> I keep telling him, I, I hope you enjoy the weather because winter's coming. Yeah,
0: that's, that's, and that's the response. You're going like, to get yeah. hit in the
1: face. <laughs> You're going to get hit in the face, but it'll be fine. Uh, you'll get through it. Yeah. That's good. Well, um, listen, a lot, one of the things we want to do, kind of just get to know you personally. Okay. A little bit of your background, your family, all that sort of stuff. Kind of get to know you um, from a ministry's perspective. What's Where are you coming from? Like, where, like, what has God done in your life? And then we'll get to know... Like, we'll do some rapid-fire questions just to get to know you on a silly kind of like just interpersonal level yeah. at the back end. So, man, why don't you just start and... Give a little bit of background about yourself, um, specifically your family. Like, just talk about your family, okay. uh, your parents. I know your dad and your mom and dad are real important roles in your mm-hmm. life. So just give us an input about your family. yeah.
0: kids. So we, uh, we just moved here from Stephenville, Texas, hour and a half southwest of Dallas is where we came from. Uh, it's an
1: hour and a half southwest of Fort Worth.
0: Yeah, there you go, Fort Worth.
1: But if you're not from there. Yeah. You, the, yeah you, that, people right. don't understand. Yeah, it, but yeah, go
0: ahead. Yeah. So i uh, been married to Rachel for a little over eight years. We got three kids Lincoln's four, Lucy's three. She's got the broken arm, and then Ella is five
1: months. So, yeah. well, I think when I first met you, Ella was like eight weeks. I mean, yeah, weeks she was old. new. Yeah, oh, new, new, new. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, talk to us about your family. You've mm-hmm. been really close to your family. I mean, right. Talk to us about Stevenville. Right. Yeah. So, Stevenville. It's, it's a big deal that my man is sitting in Iowa right now. Tell him why that's true. <laughs> it's,
0: it's big. To, so I was born and raised in Stephenville. Uh, grew up going to school there, graduated from the college, Charlton State there, met my wife there. Um, and uh, and then we got married and surrendered to ministry before, right before I got married. And then uh, we've been doing ministry there for nine years. So yeah. spent, spent my entire life there in that county.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, and like... In high school, you went to the church that you served in for 10 years. Yes. Uh huh. Right. So they're like my man is rooted in Texas. Yeah. His his dad, I love this about you. You're you grew up on a dairy uh-huh, farm. Sure did. So how many cows did you milk a day? About 150. Unbelievable. Yeah. Man. That's a lot of cows. <laughs> uh um, so born and raised in Stephenville, uh-huh. and so family really all tight knit in that area. Yep. And oh. then so and you've been doing ministry, and mm-hmm. um, you know you you've never planted a church. Nope. No, uh, but you're here mm-hmm. in a two year residency, Keystone. If you if you don't kind of up, let me catch you back up with what we do. Our hope as a church is to plant a church every three years, and a part of that process is we we bring church planting candidates on our staff for two years to help train them and prepare them for when they go out to plant a church, so that they'll be more successful, more resourced, and it's also They're around for two years to hopefully uh, call people from Keystone to go with them to plant that church. So that's why you're here, but you've never planted a church, but you got a lot of ministry experience. So kind of like a big part of that experience is collegiate ministry. Mm -hmm. So walk me through from a college student to college ministry. Walk me through how that all happened for you.
0: Yeah, so got involved in uh, the church I was on staff at, um, was involved in their college ministry as a student before then. Uh, and so spent all four years in their college ministry student leader, leading small groups, things like that. Uh, but God just grew me up in my faith in my college years. It was discipled by some great men, taught how to read my Bible, how to follow Jesus. Um, and then my senior year of college, I was working on a kinesiology degree, and a guy called me into ministry going into my, my last year. So wow. I finished my degree um, and stuck around to intern there at the church with the college ministry. And through that, God confirmed, definitely confirmed my calling, my skill set, some things that, that I hadn't known. I I got to tap into those two years. And so uh, did college ministry then. The guy that trained me left. Church hired me as his replacement. And so I uh, was interned two years, then full-time college pastor for nine years. Uh, and, and here we are. And, yeah. and so it was It was great. We did discipleship. was a key emphasis training up students, just like, I mean, it's very similar to Salt. Worship on Thursdays. Um, and just got to see... God work a miracle um, at a small um, college in Stephenville and just seeing students come to faith and, and growing in their faith and making decisions uh, for him. So it was great.
1: Yeah, this is maybe a, a really good point to make is is we love what God's doing in salt. But what one of the biggest things that we love to do as a network is, is find other places that are doing what we do. Mm-hmm. What we do at Salt Company is not new or patented. It's any... Good college ministry is basically doing the exact same thing in just different places, and that's honestly um, how we got connected. Uh Austin Wadlow, uh, I hate to give him credit, (laughs) right? But Austin (laughs) Wadlow is the reason I know Matt because Austin preached at like a group of you Mm -hmm. guys who do that Thor's thing and got to know you, and kind of there's a long story there of how we got connected but you're doing college ministry, almost the exact playbook that right, we do yeah. at Salt Company. Yes. I mean, there's nuances, but man, Very directionally, yeah. it's the exact same thing. So you've been doing that for 10 years. I'm just curious from you, like when you kind of sit back and think about collegiate ministry, what's one of the reasons that you've loved it and stayed so engaged in college ministry?
0: That's a great question. There's there's multiple things. Probably Probably one is the, the passion that college students have, uh, they come in, they're passionate anyway, just a passionate generation, but they come yeah. in, you get them fired up about the most important thing, Jesus, and you you help steer them in that direction, I mean, they're, they're unstoppable. Yeah. And so seeing that, and then number two, just the life they bring to a church, to oh, the local man. body, the energy, um, the excitement, the service, uh, the willingness, um, just seeing them uh, bring life to a church is 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 probably why we've stayed in it for so long.
1: Yeah, man, I agree. That's so true here and all the other churches yeah. in our network. Um. So you've been doing college ministry, man. Mm-hmm. You've been killing it. I mean, had an incredible ministry at Tarleton yeah. State. Let's just Tarleton State. Like, uh-huh. give a context to that because I'm from Texas, so I got a context. Right, yeah. But even in Texas, you might not know Tarleton. So right. Exactly. Tell them that yeah. kind of just the what they're known for. Kind of some of those things.
0: So they were D two forever. In the last five six years, they've transitioned to D one. Um, Ten thousand students at their steam location. Uh, they are known for they're they're known for their rodeo team nationally. Yeah. Uh, people come 100%. from all over the country and the world to come be on the rodeo team. Um, so they're, they're a cowboy school, agriculture, education, and nursing are probably their top three um, programs. And so kids, they're hardworking students yep. um, and, and, and driven. And uh, a lot of small town students come to Stephenville, which is only 20,000 people and the campus is 10,000. So yeah. uh, that's kind of the the context. They're growing, growing fast. Um, just a real, a real neat
1: spot to be so now it's beginning to make a lot of sense of your school was the best rodeo school in the nation right. and your accent. <laughs> <laughs> I I absolutely love Matt for this reason, because when I moved to Iowa, I had a... Texas accent, and I got hammered all the time like your accent. So have the, have you had that experience oh, ab-
0: Absolutely, yes. Yeah,
1: Iowans, you need to know this. You're judgmental about <laughs> your accents. You need to repent. You need to welcome people. Other people talk different than you. And by the way, my accent starts coming out when I'm talking to you sometimes. Uh, so that's collegiate ministry. Mm-hmm. But man, there's now an emerging vision of planting a church. Right. And one of the reasons that we began to engage with you is we find that some of our best church planters who have run a collegiate ministry have a heart for discipleship. They've learned to preach and teach, and, and to be, do collegiate ministry, you have to have a strong leadership because you're, you're graduating 25% of your leadership right. every year, Yeah, and so you have an incredible track record, and uh, as we begin to talk about church planting, that's something God's been stirring in your heart, so talk to me a little bit about how did that come about?
0: Right, so I've known. I think I've known just based on my skill set and encouragement from others and opportunities that definitely wanted to step into pastor, a lead pastor role at some point. Um, but over the last couple of years, God's been making it known. Hey, there's there's ways, different ways to do that besides just taking a, an opening. But there's also a need for new, mm-hmm. um, and and new in more churches, and so uh, just having those conversations, some of my mentors going before me to plant and seeing their success uh, and the things they've gone through and the challenge that it is yeah. got us excited. Um, and then getting to talk with Austin here about salt and the way in which y'all do it, the support and, and the sending um, culture that yeah. is already here. Uh, I mean, that got us fired up. And so just realizing that um, church planting can be successful and that uh, that there is a need for, for church plants. It's like, well, if that's, if that's what God's calling us to, there's a need. He's leading us to do that. We need to be faithful to step into that.
1: Yeah, Matt, that's been one of the things that has been so encouraging for me personally with you is because you seeing this call and this emerging vision in your life and seeing you and your wife's Mm -hmm. joyful response and obedience to it, even though literally it means leaving everything you've ever known. Right, yeah. Like you have lived in the same county in Texas (laughs) your whole life and to watch you guys uproot and do it with such joy. And I've never seen in you an ounce of complaint or fear about it, like just uh, facing forward. God, we know you're calling us into that. It's been so encouraging. And I think that, honestly, that's a little bit of the faith that it requires to right. go plant church. Jesus, we're gonna take you at your word. You're gonna be with us. like. Great commission says you're with us to the end of the age. And so we either believe that or we don't. And so to watch you guys take those steps, I hope that's encouraging even to our church to see, yeah, following Jesus means obedience Mm -hmm. and following him wherever he goes. And so we're really early on in that. Even yesterday in this office, we're talking about, okay, how do we start looking at places? Like we are at the beginning and super excited for you to be here to learn some culture. And that kind of transitions a little bit about, I mean, Matt, you're a gifted guy in ministry. I mean, you have had success. You've made disciples. You kind of even lead kind of a sm- a smaller network of peers in Texas. And and you could kind of... In ministry, I'm not saying you could do whatever you want, but that's the kind of person that can take the kind of jobs that they want. You could have gone and found a lead pastor job and made a lot more money. <laughs> you know that. Uh, he's smiling and shaking his head because he knows it's true. but. You decided to go, we're going to go move to Iowa for two years, be trained, and then go plant a church. I'm just curious, like, that's a big step. What about Keystone and maybe our salt network at a large was compelling for you to do that? What are What is
0: that? I think for the network at large, just the success rate. I mean, to see the success that salt's had and then, the, again, the support. Um, and they've got some methods in place and things in place that have been tested and, and proven yeah. to work. Um, and so... For a guy that's been married with three kids, that's that's encouraging. You're <laughs> not doing this alone. Um, but then even even Keystone, uh, y'all planted two churches before we got here. Um, you, you've tested it and and shown that you can have success in that. So y'all know how to train. Um, and then even just uh, coming and visiting those couple of times, um, just seeing your heart for ministry, um, your character yeah. in ministry, your love for your church and and for the people of your church and your community, and the way that even the people in the church talk about Keystone and Ankeny and and the church planning candidate position. Um, just seeing all that—that the, their heart for the Lord, and and, in, and the success y'all are having. I mean, God's definitely working um, here at the church, the 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 new building, uh, the new location, uh, and continuing to reach people. Y'all don't, y- y'all don't, you, you're you're not getting to a point of con- complacency. Yeah. Uh, you continue to strive for more people to come to know Jesus and grow the kingdom, and so that's that's in line with our our heart and our vision. Yeah.
1: Well, I want to say two things. Number one, thank you for saying y'all. Because it makes me happy. But here's you you need to stop that. It's not y'all, it's us. You're here that's and true, yeah. and we're so thankful you're here and you're part of this now. Yeah. And we're eager to kind of walk with this process for you. Cause we talked yesterday, it's a slow process. Mm-hmm. Two years goes fast, but it also goes slow. We got plenty of time uh, to prepare and to get excited about what's next. Um, so that's a little bit of your story, your mm-hmm. family. Um I want some rapid fire questions. And so I'm going to ask some That's questions good. that you don't know they're coming. I'm curious, like, what are some of your, like, it doesn't have to be your major hobby, but what's some fun things for you in life? I love to
0: to hunt and fish.
1: I, amen.
0: The Lord blesses that. Yes. Let's just talk. Yes, he does. And then talk. I love uh, watching Texas Rangers
1: baseball, keeping Come up with on. that. Come on. Hey, this is a little known fact. We found out in in the interview process, we were at the exact same World Series game. Yes. Incredible. Game, was it game three? That seems right. Game seems right. three, yeah. 2010. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rangers against San Francisco. We're at the same stinking uh, World Series game, yeah. which is crazy. Uh, watching baseball, what else?
0: Uh, hanging with the fam, kids, you know, whatever the kids like to
1: do. Try to, try to participate in that. Um, so this is real talk. How many hours do you sleep on your nap on Sunday? Do you take a nap on Sunday?
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. I, I'm more of a power nap kind of guy. Okay. So I'm, I'm good with half an hour.
1: That's good. I'm actually a power napper too. But Sundays historically isn't when you're doing the majority of your ministry, either. right? So that maybe yeah. that'll change when you're a church planner. It will change <laughs> when you're a church planner. Uh, um, what's What's the book that you've given to the most people? Oh, that's a good question.
0: The book I've given to the most people. Um, I mean, there's a, a book by uh, I think his name's Jeff Org. He's the president of Golden Gate Seminary. Uh, I think it's, I think it's
1: called am
0: I called? And just helps students work through, are they called to ministry and
1: what's that wow. look like? Uh, oh, that's good. So, yeah. I, I mean, have you seen that that fruit in your ministry? Yes, yes. Uh, so, I mean, how many, how, like, tell me a story.
0: Well, I mean, like, just for example, I met with a group of four college students this past, uh, I guess, in the spring semester and walked through that. We read that book together and looked at scripture and studied, you know, God's calling on people and, and how does how does that... How is that working out in your life? Where are you at? And so it's good because it helps them. Yes, I'm. I need to go and surrender ministry in the context of like for my career. And then other guys like, you know what? That's not. That's not what I'm going to do. But wow. as a as a coach or a teacher, I'm also going to be involved in ministry
1: in that context. That's that's an incredible. That's incredible. I think that one of the biggest joys is watching people under your ministry who come into ministry. Yes, absolutely. Man, what a joy. Um, what's your current Netflix binge? I just
0: finished. I think it's called the, the Swamp Kings about the Florida Gators of under course, Urban Meyer. You're a
1: freaking redneck. Oh no, it's a Florida <laughs> football. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Like you're a redneck, but oh, <laughs> well, that too. That too. Um, what's your favorite vacation spot? Ooh, mountains. Mountains. Yeah, or
0: or any new place.
1: Oh, yeah. that you've never been. Yeah, never been to. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, I would just. Um, Keystone, I would say, as we kind of begin to wrap up here, is, um, man, you have an opportunity to get to know an incredible guy. And Keystone, you're always so friendly to new folks getting to know them. You've already echoed that, that Mm -hmm. that's been your experience here. Um, But press in and get to know Matt and Rachel. And honestly, before we even get to know him, like, keep in your heart, God, are you calling us to the next church plant? Like, we, we pray consistently that that would be true in the life of our church. And so... Maybe even some of your listeners and going, man, I was can, thought about going with Daniel or with Austin, and maybe this is it. But whatever it is, uh, I'm just curious. Um, uh, or Keystone, I want to encourage you to pray for his family, get to know him, um, and Matt. Anything in particular that, that our church could be praying for you?
0: I mean, I think just being so early in, um, just that the family can get adjusted to to new season, new way of life, um, not having. Not having family down the road. Uh, That was that. So we're making some adjustments here. Yeah. Um, And so getting settled, I think.
1: Yeah, man, it's so true. And pray for, I want to pray for you now because, man, that's just, you've said yes to Jesus. And that means like not having babysitters, not having grandparents around. That's what it means. I want to pray for you and then we'll get out of here. God, thank you for my friend, Matt. Um, God, I'm so excited about what all will happen in the next two years. God, from coming here with wide eyes to finding a place, to calling people to go, to putting together a staff team, to raising money, to doing all the things, at every level, God, be involved with it. Be with his wife, Rachel, such a delight and his three children. Uh, God, would you help them settle? Would you help them give them roots? And uh, God, make their ministry profitable around here. In Jesus' name. Awesome, Matt. Thanks so much for stopping in. Keystone, get to know my friend. He's a great guy. He'll be a blessing to your soul. Uh, Thanks so much for being a part of our conversation today. If you would like to know more about Keystone in general, hear sermons, or listen to more conversations, please visit keystonelife.com. Until next time, keep the conversation going.